Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening there, fellow Clashers and gamers. Welcome back to another episode of Clashing in Traffic. Well, hop on in and buckle up. It's time to go play in some traffic. Welcome back. My name, yet again, as always, is Catfish. I'll be your host for today. And I want to thank you guys for hopping in and riding on into work with me as we chat a little bit about Clash of Clans and all the things that we have going on. Uh, last week, I, I missed an episode last week, guys. It was one of the absolute busiest weeks that I've ever had at my job. Well, not ever had, but at least in the last oh, year or two. It was just extremely busy, and I did not get the opportunity, even though I was traveling to and from work every day, it was super early in the morning, and I just had no brain capacity to actually talk coherently about Clash of Clans. And you know what? I may not actually be talking very coherently today. <laughs> it's been just a struggle the last week and a half, uh, and hopefully I'm catching up. Hopefully I'm catching up on some sleep and that it won't come across too bad here on this episode because you know we don't really get a chance to do much editing guys you're getting me just stream of consciousness uh, i do have some notes jotted down but i'm driving i can't sit there and read from notes so it's just talking points and bullets right so sometimes sometimes you get a little bit of a ramble from catfish and hopefully y'all will continue to stick around and listen in and hopefully you will continue to give me some ideas about some topics to discuss uh, hit me up on Discord if you've got anything that you would like to chat about. Uh, hit me up on Discord if you've ever really liked to ride along with me into the office and, and chat with me on the podcast. I would love to have some folks to chat with. Uh, the, the issue is my, my schedule for recording is not very flexible, so my apologies if I'm unable to get you on there. Or, you know, I know like, like Tribe of Judah has, has invited me to come and join him on his podcast many times. And my schedule has just never been able to line up with when they are recording. And mine doesn't line up with, uh, theirs doesn't line up with me when I'm recording. So one of these days, one of these days, we will hook up with them and do a joint episode someday. So can't wait for that. Looking forward to it. All right, what do we have going on? It's been two weeks since I talked to you. What has happened? Uh, the last episode, I talked about a job opening at Supercell for one of their security uh, their senior information security guys uh, that was job opening there i've tweaked my resume up and got some stuff sent off uh i haven't heard a call back so and i don't expect to because like i said there's some some holes in my resume my cv that didn't quite line up with what they were looking for so i don't expect that i'm going to get a call back and i talked to wifey and i don't really think that we're up for a move to Helsinki, Finland at this moment, because while it is an IT job, it's not one that can be done completely remotely, so it would require a move, and there's just too many things going on, guys. I've got a, a, a son in his 20s, and, you know, if I were to move to Helsinki, then who knows? Who knows if he's going to be, you know, getting married in the next couple of years, and all the different flights back and forth that would take. I've got a, a daughter who... While she is a, an adult woman, she's still just a teenager and living at home. And that would be a major, you know, change for her also. So it's not just me and wifey that we'd have to worry about. It's how the things would impact them. So I just don't know that that's the best thing for our family at this time. But you never know. Things things could happen. They could offer me a, a dream job and, and 
you know, make everything work out. So we'll see what happens. But I'm not expecting any callbacks anytime soon. What else do we have going on, guys? CWL kicked off, and it is back to the seven-day. But, y'all, there are there's still some issues that we're, that we're seeing presented in CWL. We saw this same issue happen right after the maintenance break where what we all assume based on things that we've seen on social media is that Chinese have been Chinese players and any accounts that are associated with China have been separated into their own, their own version of clash of clans and any, any clans that had those accounts in war when that happened, nobody was able to attack those accounts. But after those wars ended, they put in a fix to where you could not spin a war if you had any of those accounts on your roster. So I was seeing almost daily on Reddit ever since that maintenance break happened where they did that change, the unannounced, they have never, they have not discussed anything about it. And we'll get a, get in a little bit about that in a little bit. But Supercell has never addressed it in any official means. And what has happened is if you had those accounts in your clans, they weren't actually in your clan. The, the person was not able to use them. Uh, the people on the other side of that, if they were for some reason still in the international server, there was a potential they were getting issue, they were getting errors saying that their login method was no longer valid because they had, there was this Tencent ID that, that they used to be able to use and that's no longer linked. So there was a whole con all, all kinds of issues. But we saw people on Reddit who were posting that they were unable to spin war, that there would be no matches found. They could spin it, but there would be no matches found. It would go for 24 hours, no matches. And what we determined was if there was anybody that looked like they were in that China server, then you could not find a war match. And the way that you could determine this was go down your roster and select every single account that is in your clan and look at its profile. If you could see its profile, you were good to go. However, any account that was in this China server, it would say that you could not view the profile. So you had options. You could leave them in your clan in hopes that maybe one day they will come back. I don't know that that's going to happen. Or you could kick them from the clan. But you could not put them on your war roster. If you put them on the war roster, you would not find an opponent. Well, now let's fast forward to CWL. It was day two or three in Eden's Edge was the first place that we saw this, and I had seen rumors of it and grumblings of it in various Discord servers and in Reddit and some other communities. And there were accounts on the war map that we could not look at, we could not scout. Now that was a symptom that we were seeing when this when this split, this server split happened the first time, active wars that were happening at that time, if there were accounts from China in them, you could not look at them. You could not attack them. They also could not attack you, though, if they had not already attacked, right? So if you were in a war when that split happened and all of the players from China had already attacked your clan, but you had not attacked any of theirs, then you just automatically lost because they got their hits in before whatever this split was happened. Well, now we're seeing them in CWL. And we see these accounts that it says we can't scout them, we can't visit them, try again later, hit attack, thinking, okay, maybe we just have to blindly attack it, we can't scout it. Nope, can't attack it either, some sort of error, it says try again later. Waited until the very end of the war and still try again later. Well, there's there's no later. 
And when we first saw this, I thought, okay, so we can't attack that account. That means that account can't attack us. Wrong. Guys, those accounts, I have no idea why. Those accounts could attack us. We could not attack them. Eden's Edge literally lost a war in CWL because all of their accounts attacked us, but they had accounts that we could not attack. And I know that I've seen some of y'all on Discord saying the same thing. It happened to us yesterday in Knights of Zion. Now, Knights of Zion, we're in Champs 3. We got demoted last month, right? So we're in Champs 3. We are looking to try to promote back up. Got put into a really tough Champs 3 lineup. Uh, there's two clans in there that are just they're just wiping the floor with everybody. So I don't think there's a chance of us promoting out of Champs 3 this month. We just don't have the firepower right now. Uh, we are not pulling in as many triples as what we need to be able to beat these two clans. So we're just hoping to, to stay in that middle, maybe finish third, fourth, uh, but hoping that we don't finish down there in those seventh and eighth spots so that we get demoted. But now we're up against a clan that they showed up and they had two Town Hall 11s at the bottom of their roster. I'm like, what the, were they 11s? Maybe they were 12, I don't remember. But there's these two low-level clans at the bottom of a Champs 3, not clans, accounts, at the bottom of a Champs 3 roster. Usually that's all Town Hall 14s. We're thinking, what the heck? Okay, we're gonna we're just gonna absolutely slaughter these guys. Yeah, we could not attack any of those Town Hall 11s. But the Town Hall 11s could attack us, and we're running we're running you know champs level bases, which means most of them aren't set up with the Town Hall in the middle. We've got them offset, right? We're not running anti two stars. We're running anti three star bases. So a Town Hall 11 can absolutely work its way into a corner with that Town Hall and get a star. So they were able to get stars against us with all of their accounts. And there were two Town Hall 11s and a Town Hall 14, I believe, in their number five spot that we could not attack. Supercell, what is up with that? This, all right, I get having the silence I get because of the political issues and all of that, and we don't need any other political storms going on with everything else that's going on in the world. This is, you know, the least of our concerns, right? And I, and I understand maybe not addressing it when it was just regular wars, because, you know, in all honesty, a regular war doesn't really doesn't really matter. Right. You win or lose, you get you get some loot. But CWL, we could potentially end up getting demoted because we couldn't attack a Town Hall 11 with an all Town Hall 14 lineup. But they could attack us. How? How is that disconnect even happening? And Supercell has been silent. Yesterday, McKenzie Gaming, so today is Tuesday. Uh, yesterday, Mar Monday, March 7th, I believe. Monday. Uh, McKenzie did the Mac Report. It's a, a pod, it's a video podcast that he kind of does. He does interview formats with, with many different people within the Clash of Clans community. He had Darian on. Going to have him on stream. They stream it on Twitch, and then he records it and, and re-releases -re it as videos. So I see that he's getting ready to stream. Uh, he's in a couple servers that, that we're in. Uh, he's good friends with Jesse Spoker. And, you know, it's like, all right, let me go see what, what, what McKendro has to say. Oh, look, Darian's going to be on. Let me watch this. And there was a ton of people that were online in that, that, that Twitch stream. I know that several folks from, well, Crystal Joint, I believe Green Arrow was in there. Uh, I think I saw maybe JR was in there also. Uh, and I know that lots of content creators were in there. 
uh, Carbon Finn, Judo, uh, Lady B. There was a bunch of people that were in this this stream because Mackenzie, he's making a name for himself, doing some great stuff. And Darian, our community manager. Well, before this, or right at the beginning of the stream, Matt comes on and says Darian's going to be a little bit delayed. He was having some technical issues with his internet over there, so they were trying to get that worked out. He was going to be a little bit delayed. So Mac starts off just, just a little bit of chat with uh, everybody that's on stream and saying, you guys can put your questions into the chat we'll, you know, so that they can be queued up for Darian and doing a little, you know, talking back and forth. But one of the very first things he said after, you know, saying use, you know, the question command in the Twitch chat so that we can get him noticed. One of the first things he says is Darian will not be addressing the China issue. All right won't even entertain questions about it and then Matt goes on to say that you know supercell's in a tough spot yada yada all this stuff but i mean to have to put that out there before darian even comes online to say that supercell will not be addressing the china issue well that omission is you know telling in and of itself saying that they know that there's issues going on but they're just refusing to speak about it and that's probably, like I said last time we talked, because of some political pressure from the folks who are actually censoring what's going on. But the fact that they can't even address, let's let's separate the fact that it's because of an issue with Chinese policy. Let's at least address why or what sort of workaround or what you are going to do to fix this problem with CWL. If we are going to see clans that get demoted out of their CWL leagues because they could not attack, but the enemy teams could attack them, that is that is a massive oversight, Supercell. That needs to be addressed. If, if there are any of you guys out there that are looking at this potential situation, please, please let me know. I would love to gather some information. I tried to contact Supercell support through in-game and have not received anything from them. Not that I expected to. I've posted some some things in a couple different forums. I know that Darian said he wasn't going to address any of the China issues on that Twitch stream, but I reached out to him on Twitter. It's like, all right, let's ignore the the whole China thing, but let's what are we doing about this this CWL issue? Why can't we attack, but they can attack us? Let's fix that. So, guys, that is that's the controversy that we have going on in Clash of Clans right now. I hope that none of you are impacted to the point of getting demoted. I hope that none of you are impacted to where you were within a star of getting a promotion but missed out on a star because of one of these silly accounts that you can't attack. I just I cannot believe that that is what has happened yeah, this month with CWL. We get that shortened one last month probably so that they could prep for having fewer clans in champs one champs two whatnot getting a few more clans promoted up there but it's just it's insane that, that we have to deal with something like this in cwl i don't know I, I i don't know what to say what else to say about that now darian did go on to talk about the updates that are planned for this year there was lots of discussion about this this big update now, I have speculated that it's potentially something to do with, with clan management. But after listening to some things that Darian said, I'm not so sure. 
he keeps talking about it as a feature, that there's this big feature. That's that's how he's describing it. So it's not you know necessarily just new content or new Town Hall. We know that Town Hall 15 is supposedly coming sometime. I do not think that they're actually working on it all that much right now. I don't think they're working on Town Hall 15 that much. Based on, well, some of the, the posts that I've seen with concept art about Town Hall 15 and Darian saying that he doesn't know that what it's going to look like. And uh, I think he's actually said that they're not spending a whole lot of effort on Town Hall 15 at the moment because they're working on this other stuff, this feature. But he does say that internally they have most of it up and they are playtesting it. Well, how would you playtest clan management things? And he's talking about how fun it is in this playtesting thing. And he's talking about the artists, all of the artists that they have hired to work on the artwork for whatever this feature is. And he's talked about ironing out bugs and getting things smooth for how players will access it. So if it's just something to do with clan management... Oh, man, this car is about to take my bumper off. Sheesh. Anyway, if it's just stuff about clan management, I don't know that they would be playtesting it so much. I don't know that they would need to hire extra artists and have this great artwork for it. So maybe it is some other... I don't even know. I don't know why. I hope it's not just another village, uh, another game mode. I don't know. I know that they've been working on it for two years or so, and a lot of them are very excited about it, and that they have essentially just put everybody into working on this. They've hired... Well, we've talked about the artist. He said that they hired a specific artist just to work on skins, and that that's the artist that is responsible for the Shadow Skin, so the Shadow Queen and, and Shadow Champion. Um, but is that all? Is it just the skins for the four heroes, or are there other skins that they have to hire an artist just to take care of heroes? Or does this new thing have something to do with more skins? Because, I don't know. I, I, he keeps talking about how great this new feature looks. So, I don't know, guys. That's just some of the things that, that Darian was discussing. I'm kind of excited to see what's going on. There was a lot of hype in the chat when I was watching him on Twitch about the new potential things coming up. He wouldn't go into details. Of course, he wouldn't go into details about when it's supposed to be out. Uh, they did say that they were hoping that it would be ready late last year, that there was kind of a stretch goal to be able to get to it in the winter update, and they just did, they didn't have it quite ready, uh, which is why we just got the balance changes in quality of life stuff. And then, so back in October, he put the thing out on Reddit asking for quality of life recommendations, because that was going to be like their little, their little stopgap update to appease us, right, was they were going to get all these quality of life things. And then all of those recommendations were so massive that they had to split, well, massive, as far as development, we on the player side looking at it, it doesn't look like massive updates to us, right? It was quality of life changes. Uh, it's not really content updates, but said it was so big and there were so many quality of life recommendations that were great that it took them far longer to get them all put into play. So that's part of the reason why the winter update was so small and why they went with that bonus quality of life update that they just released last month. So what do we have to look forward to? Well, we know that there's going to be a spring update. Will the spring update be this big, massive thing? Will it be this new feature? 
I don't know. Darian's very, you know, they're very good about not putting out dates because if they do put out a date, if they say anything about here's when we expect to do this, if anything has to slip by one day, then the whole community freaks out and starts calling Darian and Supercell liars and getting upset. There were rumors, right? How many of us are upset because we were expecting this update in December? Even though they never really said that it was coming out in December, we just heard rumors and were expecting this massive thing in December. Everything that I actually read said that there were going to be two big updates in 2022, the big one and Town Hall 15. So... I don't know why we were all expecting this thing in December. Supercell said they were hoping to put it out early in December, but that didn't happen. So we all know that when we all have these expectations and they don't get met, that everybody just flips out and gets mad. So that's why they're kind of cagey about putting out release dates ahead of time. He says that they already have ideas about what he's going to be doing to what they're going to do with the dev update video when it is able to be released. He's excited to, to do that and to start putting out sneak peeks. So it's got to be far enough along where we should be able to see it sometime soon if they are already talking about what they're going to do with the sneak peeks and the update videos. Yeah, again, who knows? Who knows when that's actually going to happen? I can't wait for it. I, I, I'm excited, and I, I hope you are too. I know that's been the topic of discussion on everybody's mind that all of the content creators in the Clash of Clans world have been discussing it for, oh, the good part of the last year. And them delaying this is actually good content for us, right? It gives us something to talk about every every week, every episode, every whatever, whatever content it is that you're looking for. But the player base is getting, oh, a little antsy. Something else that they said that I, I kind of figured this out myself was that at this point in time, there is a larger percentage of the player base that as that is at Endgame than there was when Town Hall 11 was the max. So Town Hall, when they released Town Hall 12, when we started to go to the CWL format and then on to Town Hall 12, that's when they really started to speed up progress, right? They, they put in all the magic items and started doing all the massive price reductions and they started to speed up progress. And that has resulted in having a larger percentage of the player base be at the max level, which is good, right? That means there's more players, more accounts that can be competing in the world championship, world championship type of things and all of these big tournaments. There's more players there. The thing that got me was as Darian was talking about whatever this new feature is, he he's also talking about this percentage of players at Endgame and how there was some a little bit less focus on the lower town hall levels. So maybe the feature does have something to do with adding some stuff for lower town hall level competitive stuff. I don't know. I, I you know, just the way he was talking about it, the timing of when he talked about it made me suspect that could potentially have something to do with it. But again, why would you need a whole bunch of artists if you were just adding, oh, CWL levels that were town hall specific, say? I know that that's a, an idea that's been discussed in various different podcast forms throughout the past several months. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What do you think we're going to be having? Anybody who listened or watched that interview with Darian... Let me know what your thoughts are. I would love to hear them. I'd love to discuss them. We can chat back and forth. 
and bounce some ideas off of each other. Uh, it might be a, a, a fruitless exercise because it could be completely different than anything that we were expecting. Now, another, another thing that, that he got asked was about the new hero. And Tarion said, are we getting a new hero? Do we have to have a new hero? He essentially said they're not going to add a hero unless there is some sort of niche that needs a hero. And they're not going to just create one to create one. So that it's really been something that they've looked at as far as would five heroes be too much on the battlefield. And then he brought up this, he's the one that called it this, but he talked about a hero hall where you could potentially have, if they do add a fifth hero, you would have to choose which of the four, which four of the five heroes to use in battle. And that whatever this thing was called was being called a, a hero hall. Now, I kind of thought that they had ruled that out in the past because if you had five heroes and could only use four of them, then that means you could put a hero down for upgrade and still have four heroes, a full complement of heroes to take in the battle. And Supercell has said that they have they didn't want to do things like that in the past because they wanted you to feel the impact of putting a hero down to upgrade. They wanted you to feel the impact of that upgrade time, right? That's why you can't use heroes that are being upgraded in war. That gets asked every single time there's any questions, let us use heroes in war when they're upgrading. And they've said no. That That's part of the whole thing is planning out how you are going to do that so that you actually feel the impact of having those heroes down. So I had kind of figured that Supercell would not really entertain this idea of, of picking and choosing how many heroes you're going to take in a battle. They've said the same thing about the pets. That because there were four heroes, there were only going to be four pets because they wanted you to feel the impact of having that pet down for upgrade. Well, if they add another, if they add a fifth hero, and say they add a fifth pet, but you can only take four of them. Well, then that kind of negates that impact of having a hero down. You'll still be able to have four of them in there, unless, unless they go and say if you have a hero down, that takes up a hero slot. That could be something that they do. They could let you have five heroes, but if any of them are upgrading, that removes one of the slots for you to use to take in the battle. If they add a fifth hero in Town Hall 15, and I'm I'm still on the I'm still on the there's not going to be another hero in Town Hall 15, at least yet. That that's that's the camp that I'm sitting in right now. I think we're going to add extra levels to the current heroes. I'm sure that there's going to be maybe some different different style abilities and whatnot, but I still don't think we're going to be seeing the fifth hero yet. And and Darian didn't confirm any of that. He didn't confirm anything, but he did express the idea that this having a new hero every other town hall is not a set in stone rule. That yes, that has happened since Town Hall 7, but it may not happen with Town Hall 15. And he addressed the the 100 building and what he called limit. He kept talking about the 100 building limit. You know, they, they, we don't know how they would handle percentages if they get more than 100 buildings. And we just have to assume that they were going to come up with some, you know, either just add a decimal place to the percentage of destruction or something else. But the fact that he was calling it a 100 building limit makes me think that maybe they're not looking at going over 100 buildings. So, another hero pedestal, that that 
could add to the number of buildings that we have on there. Uh, if they add this whatever hero hall type concept, would that be a separate building or would it be, you know, kind of like the, the trader and where the clan game stuff is? Would that be something off on the side of the village that doesn't actually impact what's on the village? I don't know. But he did talk about coming up against this 100 building limit. And the, the fact that that was the word he chose made me think that, that they're potentially trying to stay under that 100 buildings. So then what are the what new defenses could we add? To me, that means we're going to see more upgrades and more weaponizing of current buildings. And I, I think that is kind of a cool concept, right? I would, I've said it on, on Reddit before. I'd love to see, like, the army camps. Maybe if the army camps worked kind of like the guard post in the builder base where maybe there was just a couple little troops that were there on that base and maybe as you upgraded the weapon to that it would change what troops were there maybe the number and i'm not even talking about a whole bunch of them but even just having a couple barbs and archers that are running around you know how badly those distract that battle machine on builder base how much do that to the heroes or to any any of your troops that would target those types of things, right? But what would they be considered? Would they be considered a defense? The, the troops, would they just be considered a building? Would they not get attacked until they attack the troops that are attacking? I don't know. But I do think that could be that could be an interesting concept. It would wreak havoc on the base building community, though. Because now there would be... Well, maybe it wouldn't wreak havoc on the base building community. Maybe the base building community would actually like it. It would wreak havoc on the planning and the pathing of your war hits. Because... Trying to predict where they're, where your troops are going to go, even with just the buildings that we have today, is is you know difficult to do. But now let's put in some little troops that are running around in circles around the, the base. Uh, that that's going to mess up pathing even more. So I don't know. That could be an interesting concept to me. Uh, what do you think? What buildings do we have on the base right now that could be weaponized and do something fun? Uh, what would your ideas be for those weapons? All right, guys, so something else that we have coming up. Uh, it is going to be a little bit of a busy week for me, but not because of work. Like uh, last week was crazy because of work. Uh, I'm, I'm working this week, and then next week is my spring break. So I don't know if I'm going to have an episode or not. Uh, my son is coming into town to visit for a little bit. We, My wife and my daughter and I are going to be staying out with some friends at a beach house for a few days, like we always do every every spring break. And there's two events, two things, two dates that are coming up that are kind of special to me and to this channel. And that is, one, well, March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, is the one-year anniversary of Clashing in Traffic. That was when I released my very first episode. I didn't even, I don't even know that I realized it was done on St. Patrick's Day. And a few days before that, one of the best days of the year is Pi Day. That's right, March 14th, Pi Day. It's, it's one of my favorite days of the year. Uh, one, because, well, it just happens to be my birthday. I also love pie way more than cake so we always do a birthday pie not a birthday cake and that's absolutely what we're going to be doing this year well to celebrate i think we need to do a pie day war 
I'm not going to put out some big massive formal invitation or anything, but maybe I'll, I've got a little poster that I put together. I'll put some dates on that. What I'm thinking is that on March 12th, we will do the spin. I will rent probably Jericho Rising and use it as the event clan. Maybe Gideon's Keep. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. But anybody that wants to join, we're going to do a spin. And I would love for the war to start sometime on the evening of March 13th so that it can be ending on Pi Day. And bonus points if you happen to join me in eating some pie on Pi Day. So I will get some details out on when exactly that is going to be. And I'd love to have you all come and join me uh, to celebrate, one, my birthday, and two, the one-year anniversary of Clashing in Traffic. I, uh, I can't believe that it has been a year. This has certainly helped the year go by, having this little bit of distraction from all the things that we've had going on in the world. So I appreciate everybody who's come and, and hung out with me and the friends that we've made and the friendships that we've uh, increased. So thank you so much for, for riding with me for the past year, and hopefully we will have many more episodes for the years to come. So look forward to that. I will post it in the Discord server, in the Clash of the Potty Discord server. I'll probably have it in, well, I've already talked to the guys in Knights of Zion about it, so we'll we'll have that posted up there too. And we will be doing a fun little event. Now that is right before another event that I'll be partaking in. Uh, Green Arrow invited me over to participate in the Coke versus Pepsi challenge, and I am absolutely unashamedly on Team Coke, so I'll be participating in that, which is, I think, just a few days or the week after my uh, my Pi Day birthday event, so there's going to be lots of things going on in March, and I've also heard that Clash Files is bringing back the Terrible Twos, y'all, you know that I'm going to be up in that. I have a couple Town Hall 2s and ran a few uh, Town Hall 2, 2 events last year, so yeah, I will I will absolutely be involved in that. And to you guys who created Town Hall 2s with me last year when I created yet another one, and I don't remember who it was that I handed the reins over to, but I actually have a clan that we created called Podcast Deuces. So any of you guys who have accounts that are sitting over there in Podcast Deuces, be ready for this Terrible 2s event. Get those Town Hall 2s dusted off and head over to the Clash Files Family Discord server to get some info on when that event is going to be uh, Town Hall 2 is Town Hall 2 is crazy. It's fun. It's harder than you think when you start doing just Town Hall 2 versus Town Hall 2 stuff with no no troops coming in from any higher levels and you think that you can handle those 10 goblins that are coming out of a clan castle and quickly realize that those things are going to eat your lunch and there's nothing you can do about it except hope that your own archers and barbarians are going to be able to overcome the strength of those goblins. Quick trivia question, without looking it up, who has the most DPS? Barb, archer, or goblin? Who's putting out the most damage per second? I don't want anybody cheating and looking it up. If you think you know, just off the top of your head, and let's say, you know, equal levels, let's say level one, because that's what Town Hall 2s have, level one, Who's got the most DPS? And then you'll figure out why those clan castles at Town Hall 2 Competitive War are insane. So there is a Town Hall 2 community Discord server. They're not really doing a whole lot right now. But if a hammer jam comes up, which I'm assuming there's going to be one sometime soon, then we'll get those Town Hall 2s back in action. 
and that Town Hall 2 community server will blow up again. So be looking for that also. Guys, I think that is going to do it for today. I want to thank you for riding along. We talked about some of the issues that we've had with CWL and this whatever it is that is going on with the China server split. We discussed some of the update things that Darian talked about with McKenzro. And we have uh, we have an event, a couple, couple events coming up. So look forward to those. I can't wait to hear from everybody. And until next time, I hope that y'all are staying safe and having some fun while you're out there playing in traffic. Bye for now.